0: This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com.
1: That is a yes. What
0: the ring? The world remains in mourning after the death of Superman. Violence, acts of war, and terrorism are all on the rise. I had a dream. It was the end of the world invasion I think it's something more something darker
1: we're
0: asking people we don't know to risk their lives strong man is strong as alone. You ever heard that? That's not a saying. That's the opposite of what the saying is. Divided. We are not enough.
1: The
0: world needs Superman. Why I brought you together.
1: Uh... Ride ain't over yet. My oh, man.
0: that's your oh sorry that's your signal that means we have to go now yeah that's that's what that means it's so cool the punisher a firearm wielding vigilante was pulled from new york comic con by marvel and netflix something steve harsh who's been attending for years understands i do kind of agree with that out of respect for the victims and for the situation. But another attendee, Leo Lawrence, says the Punisher didn't cause the Vegas shooting. That's only punishing the the fans, and it's only letting the idiot that did it win. Punisher or not, security here is tight with the NYPD's heavily armed anti-terrorism unit standing guard. At the Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan, I'm Julie Walker. Mr. Martin, how do you feel being here tonight at the Masters of Funk Celebration?
1: Well, first and foremost, it feels good uh, when you uh, look at the uh, classic artists who are here. Uh, So looking forward to uh, a great time. So uh, hopefully folks uh, will uh, split the suits out and the hairstyles out and uh, have a great time.
0: I love it. What's your favorite band? Do you have a favorite funk band that you just enjoy? No,
1: it's it's not really a favorite band. I mean, there are a lot of different cats I listen to, a lot of different songs I listen to. Uh, so that's there's not, there's not one, uh, and so you never know what mood I'm in in terms of the music I want to listen to. So I, I listen to all kinds of stuff. Uh, so no, there's no way. There's no way I can uh, say it's one. Right on.
0: Uh, what's what do you love most about funk music? What just draws you to it?
1: Um, I, I think it, it's it's energy, and so when you when you talk about um uh, dancing, we're talking about partying and having a good time. I mean, I mean that's what it boils down to. Um it's just straight, just one after another. Uh and I think uh, you know, some folks like the ebb and flow of slow and fast, but uh uh you can't go to a... if you go to a funk concert and then you go home and you still dry, uh, you didn't have a good time.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Do you remember your very first funk concert? What was it like? What was what were your
1: Oh I mean it was I think it was um Ooh, I think the Dazz Band performed in my junior high school, uh, and so that was the first one. Yeah, so that was that was eighth grade.
0: Um, how do you feel being here in Memphis? I know Memphis is a place that you visit very often. There's oh, yeah. so much history here. What's well, it like being back for you?
1: Well, I was here a few months ago. Um, I spoke um, at the Civil Rights Museum uh, for the Volusia 50 Can. I'm on their board of directors. Uh, I got lots of friends here, lots of colleagues here. Uh, actually, for five straight years, I did Reverend Kenneth Whalum's uh, Men's Month. Uh, so I'll be back, um, be back uh, in, in, in uh, March or April. Uh, and moved into a new facility, and so uh, I tell them, so I'll be, I'll be happy to come wreck it." Uh, and so, uh, but but it's always great here. I think uh, certainly when you when you think about uh, the history, the culture, the music, uh, the food, all of that combined, uh, certainly makes for a good time.
0: Absolutely, I wanted to see if I could just. Um just get off subject just a little bit. Wanted to talk about your show. Um, would you care to elaborate on why it got canceled? Or
1: well, I mean, that was, it was a decision by uh, by um, Alfred Liggins, our CEO. Uh, they made, made a financial decision. Um, I mean, you know, these things happen. Um, uh, I am never one to. Um, uh, to only have one thing going, that's uh, so why I always had multiple things going, uh, they're still deciding in terms of what's next, in terms of what I'll be doing next, I'm still under contract through uh, the end of August 2018, uh, but the, the, there are many other things that I still work on in terms of my own independent projects, things that I'm involved in, uh, and so I'll have uh, those announcements coming out soon. I love it.
0: Um, Is there a chance that you could get the show back? Because I know that there's an online Uh, petition going on.
1: I mean, uh, there's always a chance, uh, but it's always a chance where I I launch my own. So uh, it just all depends in terms of some things that we're working on. So we'll see.
0: And my last question is, is what are your thoughts on just the shape of black media, just in terms of uh, are you pleased? Because I know, like, you are – you know, predecessor to a lot of other aspiring journalists. Um, are you pleased with the way that black media is going?
1: Well, I think, first of all, when you say black media, there's a difference between black-owned media and black-targeted media. Uh, and the key is to have black-owned media. You know, it's 190 years this, this year in March. The nation's first newspaper was founded. Black newspaper was founded Freedom Journal. It was in 1827. Uh, and they wrote in the lead editorial, we wish to plead our own cause. Too long have others spoken for us. Uh, and so the, the real question is for African Americans, uh, will, ha- will we be telling our own story or will someone else be telling our story? Uh, and so it, we also have to make a decision as to whether or not we're going to also support our media. Uh, that is supported not just with prayers, not just with you doing a great job, but also with actual resources. Uh, and that's what it boils down to because uh, I rue the day uh, when we wake up and then we we don't have black-owned media uh, controlling our narrative. You don't want anyone else controlling your narrative. That's, not, that's the last thing you want.
0: Last question, what advice would you give to the aspiring uh, journalists out there, black journalists? Um, I know that the media landscape has changed so much Mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, podcasts and blogs and so
1: on and so Mm -hmm. forth. Um, What advice would you give to some? Actually, it's the same thing I would give to anybody in any career. You've got to have work ethic. Uh, there are a lot of people who say they want to do something, but they don't want to work to get it. Uh, they, they want the fame. They want the attention. Uh, they want folks to know who they are, but you have to work to get it. And so uh, if you don't have the work ethic, it's not going to happen. I don't care what it is, whether it's media, whether it's business, whether it's politics. If you don't have work ethic, you can hang it up. Thank you so much, oh, Mr. I appreciate